This podcast episode from Oncology Data Advisor was recorded live at the 2023 American Society of Hematology Annual Meeting in San Diego. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit oncdata.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on social media for more exclusive content and interviews from the meeting. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Thank you so much for your time today and meeting with me. Would you like to begin with introducing yourself and your research interest? Absolutely. So my name is Dr. Warren Fingroot. I'm a transplant and cell therapy physician working at MD Anderson Cancer Center. I'm also an MPH student with the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. And I'm also director of Stem Cell Club, which is a donor recruitment organization I lead in Canada that works to address racial disparities and access to donors. My research interest is in addressing, well, characterizing and addressing disparities in care delivery impacting patients and donors from marginalized and underserved groups. Uh, if you would like to start with giving um, us an overview about your presentation and abstract. Right, so my uh, abstract that you were asking about is titled Advancing a More Inclusive Blood and Transplant System for Marginalized Groups, Development and Evaluation of a Transfusion Medicine Health Equity and Advocacy Curriculum. So for this project, uh, we know, in terms of the background, that health advocacy and equity skills are important skills for physicians to know and to practice, but challenging to teach. And in fact, there have been increasing calls for development of curricula to teach these important skills to healthcare providers. With this project, we developed a curriculum to teach healthcare practitioners and students about advancing health equity for donors from marginalized groups. And specifically, our curriculum includes two workshops, one called Advancing a More Inclusive Blood and Transplant System for LGBTQIA plus peoples. And the second module is about addressing racial disparities in blood, stem cell, and organ and tissue donor pools. These modules outline historic policies related to the exclusion of donors or potential donors from these groups, current policies and future policies, and also the, the aftermath of, or consequences of historic exclusion, even when policies have changed, how do the history of such policies continue to play a role at uh, serving as barriers to or preventing peoples from these underserved or historically excluded groups from participating as donors. And also, the modules sought to identify unique challenges that, uh, that are ongoing that individuals from these groups face today and potential solutions in, uh, in terms of how members of the healthcare communities can partner with diverse advocates to address some of these disparities and overcome challenges to inclusion. So thank you so much for your passion and research on this topic. Um, I was wondering what results did you, were you able to present? Absolutely. So we evaluated this curriculum. We piloted it with a cohort of over 140 medical students in Canada. And we did both quantitative and qualitative analysis of their perspectives on their growth and development as health advocates. And we found that from a quantitative perspective, the medical students agreed or strongly agreed that participating in this curriculum supported them to develop skills in health equity and advocacy, including the ability to advocate with the population, to advocate for change, uh, including uh, being better able to address, recognize and address systemic barriers or issues uh, for populations that they care for and communities that they interact with and are, are, are living among. And from a qualitative perspective, we developed key insights, rich examples through our qualitative analysis of examples of medical students' development in terms of their ability to highlight the need to prioritize inclusion, to recognize examples of discrimination in policy and practice, to understand barriers to change, 
to partner with advocates from diverse communities to address disparities and also to advance a culture which supports inclusion. Really phenomenal discussions were had uh, demonstrating the growth of the medical students across these areas. Kind of going into the inclusivity, do you have like advice for clinicians listening um, on how they could be create a more inclusive atmosphere in the blood and transplant system for the marginalized groups that you studied? Absolutely. I think all five of those key highlights that the medical students took away from the curriculum are relevant not just for medical students but across the healthcare continuum for all peoples that are, are seeking to advance equity for patients and donors and the workforce, uh, uh, including people from the workforce who are from underserved and, and underrepresented uh, communities and populations. And so what I'll say is that you know in this example we showed that through educational efforts we're able to upskill medical students' abilities to become and serve as advocates for the future. And I think such educational efforts can be very meaningfully adopted, not just at the medical student level, but at the conference level and uh, across the field, at the organizational level, and so on. How would you suggest we begin healing this like broken trust or hurt that the LGBTQIA community or racialized groups have been experiencing from like the stigmas that were created in this setting, yeah. Absolutely. So examples of historic discrimination related to specific questions that were asked on donor eligibility screening questionnaires, etc. I mean, changing those screening questionnaires to uh, address that historic exclusion of those populations is really important. But the work must continue following that. Uh, it's not sufficient to just change a policy that was historic, historically exclusionary. Um, that's an important step forward, but work needs to continue to overcome or to address the aftermath to, to, to undo the damage that had been done re related to exclusion or the feeling of, of exclusion uh, among those populations. And so educational efforts are needed uh, to make sure that members of marginalized communities and populations know that their donations are not just eligible now but wanted and needed, that they'll be able to donate without fear of stigma or uh, of being mistreated by the healthcare team. And actually, even further than that, donations from members of these communities should be celebrated and, uh, and recognized as heroic, indeed uh, as life-saving. And so the stories of donors from these communities should be, should be shared. And I think that's really important uh, as well. If, I, if you don't mind me asking you, like, how do you feel clinicians or anyone listening can sort of address and combat their unconscious bias? It's a great question. I think uh, reflecting carefully on the work that uh, everyone seeks to do to improve care delivery for all groups is really important. I think it can be very helpful and very important to partner with advocates from diverse communities uh, to center you and to ensure that the work that uh, everyone seeks to do uh, is in partnership with and guided by members of those groups. Uh, and so, you know, I think there are many steps to take. I think one of the key learnings from the, or one of the takeaways for the medical students from this module, part of our analysis, was recognizing discrimination and understanding barriers to change. And I think that there are many examples in healthcare of discrimination, but without sitting and taking a step back, questioning policies and practices that we do now, it may not be something that jumps out at you. Um, but by taking the time to reflect, uh, such examples can become evident and that's the first step towards advancing efforts to change those policies. Mm -hmm. Final question I wanted to ask you is just wondering um, if you and your team have a next step 
plan for further expanding upon or continuing this conversation of healthcare advocacy? Absolutely. So the module and curricula, the curriculum that we developed focuses on advancing health equity for marginalized donor groups, but similar curricula should be developed and uh, for advancing health equity for patient populations too, and not just in terms of their access to the donation products, but more broadly across healthcare. And I mean, our conversation focuses on, on donation products and in hematology, but such educational curricula, I think, have a place not just even in hematology, but across oncology and even across healthcare more broadly. I mean, advancing health equity for patients who are from a surgical background or, uh, and have surgical needs or, you know, internal medicine patients, etc. I think that there's a need and, and um, a gap in the educational curricula that we have to teach such skills across settings, and it would be much needed. Definitely. Well, I wanted to thank you so much for your voice on this topic, the passion, and your research, and we look forward to hearing more about it in the near future. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.